Welcome to the Idea Fit Pro Show with your host, Sandy Todd Webster. Welcome, everyone, and thanks for joining me on another episode of the Idea Fit Pro Show. This is Sandy Webster, Ideas Editor in Chief, and on most weeks, your host for the podcast. But in today's episode, our lively guest host, the insightful Kia Williams, has the mic for an inspiring conversation with Ingrid Knight Cohey, a highly sought after fitness leader, subject matter expert, and consultant. Ingrid shares highlights of her unique fitness career journey, as well as details about her upcoming 2022 Idea World session called Format Formulas. This lively session has been designed specifically for Group X managers and programmers who want to add that special sauce to bring people back to their services post-closures. At the helm of Group Fitness for Fitness World, the largest provider of fitness in British Columbia, Canada, Ingrid is instrumental in creating innovative group exercise experiences and leading a team of 140 instructors who deliver fitness classes for 70,000 members across 15 locations. Let's jump right into this timely interview to learn how this standout pro uses her 25 years of experience to leverage effective leadership, creativity, and collaboration to build connected and committed teams. So hello, Idea Fit Pro viewers. My name is Kia Williams, and I am your guest host for today's episode. We are all in for a great treat. I am so excited for this conversation and to share this time with Ms. Ingrid Knight-Cohey, who is just a seasoned veteran in the fitness industry, who always brings just such valuable knowledge and expertise in all that she does. So hello, Ingrid, and welcome to the show. Oh, hello, Kia, and thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Oh, the pleasure is all mine. For those who have not had the pleasure, like we have, to experience many of your sessions that you've presented for us at the Idea World Conferences, could you please just give us an introduction of who you are and maybe even tell us a bit about your very unique career journey? Oh, absolutely. Well, uh, yeah, I've been in the industry for a while without dating myself too badly. <laughs> I think it's 28 years now. Uh, but, uh, you know, fitness has always been my passion. I started out as an athlete. I was a rhythmic gymnast representing the U.S. in international competition. And uh, I segued from there into the fitness industry because I was able to, uh, you know, personally appreciate how much being fit and healthy uh, made me feel empowered and helped me do all the things that I wanted to do in life. And uh, I just really kind of made it my, my personal mission to uh, influence others to do the same. So fitness has, uh, again, it's been, it's been my life. It's been my, uh, my passion. And I've just been privileged really to, uh, to teach fitness classes, to personal train clients, to uh, then go on to uh, educate other fitness professionals so that they can do the same. 
Very much so. And we can definitely understand and feel the passion that you exude in all that you do in the industry, especially your your certifications, your workshops that you're sharing with us for continuing education credit. So tell us a little bit more about your opportunities with IDEA. I'm excited that we get to see you this year in person again. We've gone online for the past two years, but in Las Vegas, you will be presenting a few sessions, correct? Yes, I couldn't be more excited. Uh, it's definitely been a long hiatus for us all. So yes. I know that we are, uh, you know, being in such a people focused industry, uh, we, we definitely have missed it more than most and uh, we're ready to get together. So uh, being in person at Idea World in Las Vegas, couldn't be more excited. Uh, my sessions, uh, you know, are, are definitely in the realm of uh, fitness class instruction and programming, uh, yes. which has really been my wheelhouse uh, for the past uh, two decades uh, in, in Western Canada is where I'm uh, located. Mm-hmm. And uh, at Fitness World Canada, I just oversee all of the programming and all of the classes that we deliver. So I'm excited to share a lot of the lessons learned, especially over the past two years and how, you know, that has layered how we deliver things. Uh, So definitely uh, excited to share through my sessions on delivering uh, amazing programming uh, and also to just be a participant. I want to take in sessions myself. I I understand that um, Billy Blanks is the keynote speaker, uh, you know, all kinds of terrific things to look forward to. Absolutely. In particular, your one of your sessions, Format Formulas, correct, is the title? Format Formulas. Now, this is a session that is directed towards managers and programmers who are seeking that special sauce, is the words that you use, the special sauce to bring people back to their services post-shutdown, so stay-at-home mandates due to COVID-19. What what is that special sauce? Tell us about that. Yeah, lots of uh, important ingredients in that sauce. Uh, You know, it really comes down to a a fine balance of understanding the trends where where we are at now as an industry and uh, balancing that with, you know, your own unique talents. Uh, what differentiates your business and your instructors and everything that you offer. Uh, And then also balancing that with your demographics. You know, what is the unique club culture? Uh, What do your clients specifically need and want? So it all has to go into the mix in order to deliver engaging programming that's going to, you know, entice newcomers and keep your regulars. Very good. The special sauce, all the ingredients. So tell me, um, what what are a few, maybe your top three takeaways from this valuable session that we really need? Yeah, I would say, I mean, I'm hoping to really uh, ultimately broaden the perspective of programmers and managers in terms of what a successful format formula can look like. I think before the pandemic, you know, most of us were talking about uh, high intensity interval training and, um, you know, programming and titles of classes that often had to do with being extreme or being intense. And I think the pandemic has taught us, you know, hey, we have a lot of the population really needing an introductory level to exercise. And we know that exercise saves lives and we know that we want to impact as many lives as possible. Uh, We're talking about mental health. We're talking about boosting immunity. We're talking about, uh, again, making exercise as 
accessible and inclusive as possible. So how, how does this impact our programming? Well, maybe it looks like shorter class durations, um, low intensity or low impact interval training. Sure. Uh, you know, we, we need to, I think, broaden our, our understanding and, and perhaps change our messaging uh, in order to you know, create that, that next level of, of engagement with a much broader audience. That's so good. So when we're talking the different or various ingredients, we will, in at Idea World, I mean, you're coming from Vancouver, I'm coming from Chicago, Illinois, and there are people coming from just around the world. And you're running the gamut talking about more inclusive languaging, marketing, packaging our businesses to fit a vast variety of people. What will those ingredients look like when we're all coming from different walks of life across the world, but also programming to various bodies as well. Yeah, I mean, I think um, it's so critical to stay curious about our customers. We need to be asking those questions, surveying your teams, your staff and your members. What what do they want? What are they looking for? And really seeking to uh, to gather that information and use that information in an intelligent way. Uh, just because there's a certain trend out there doesn't mean it's going to be applicable or successful in your domain or in your community. Uh, so I think it's it's about really, again, gathering that hard data and making informed, intelligent decisions about your programming based on that. Absolutely. And as you mentioned before, um, there are different needs for our clientele that uh, maybe we didn't foresee. We didn't see coming to us after being shut down for a few years away from each other, not able to be physically in person in the same space. So maybe using video technology to continue to train our clients or to meet with different classes as well. But in so many ways, we've learned and experienced a big word, resilience in life and in business. So Ingrid, could you sure. tell us a little bit about some of your own personal challenges over the past few years in which you've recognized your own business resilience? Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. I think we can all look back on March 2020 <laughs> when, you know, the the big changes came into place. And I, rem I, I recall saying, oh, you know, this is just a precautionary measure. See you all in two weeks. And, uh, you know, here we are. So uh, it's been without a doubt a, a trying time, a scary time uh, and a time that has really tested us. So uh, I would say for myself personally, uh, you know, there was a window of four months there where I was unemployed, uh, not sure what the next move was going to be. Uh, but I really found that I, I fell onto education. Uh, mm -hmm. I tried to just learn new things, you know, keep my mind engaged, keep interested in new and different things. Uh, I bought a sewing machine to make uh -oh. my <laughs> How nice is um, that? I got, uh, I got my first puppy, never been a dog owner before. Uh, and I got my health coaching certification. So I just did different things to just, you know, stay again, uh, distracted, but pleasantly distracted. Mm -hmm. um, but then, you know, I was lucky enough to get right back into what I love to do. And, uh, you know, what is resilience, but really it's the ability to withstand pressure without breaking. Uh, so I think in doing that, you know, we, we really draw on the strength of others. So I've been very fortunate to have, you know, of, of course, uh, strong family support and strong workplace and colleague support uh, to really just continue to do what I love to do. 
but you know, it's, it's, we were all tested. Um, and right. I think strong leadership uh, comes into place when you are able to be relied upon. Uh, so I think I, I was fortunately able to, to prove that to myself and to others that when it came down to the crunch, um, the, the most important lessons learned for me was that I don't have to have all of the answers right right away. <laughs> there was a lot of unknowns. There was a lot of uncertainty. Um, but as long as people know uh, and knew and continue to know that, you know, I'm, I'm here for them, I'm here to support uh, and, and provide whatever I can to help them do whatever they need to do. Uh, that's that's the ultimate um, that's the ultimate goal so that we can all, you know, survive and thrive. Right on. I agree with that. And congratulations on all of your, I would say, milestones in the past two years of, you know, just taking good care of yourself and your own personal wellness, a sewing machine. That's quite of an intimidating task to me, <laughs> but I'm sure you're absolutely amazing. Well, the, the, the honest truth is that I broke the first machine and I had to buy a second one. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Um, there are so many needles underneath things and bobbins. Oh and it's oh a lot. But that's that's a, a steep task to take on, but also becoming a puppy parent as well. Yeah, thank goodness you had some additional time. Yes, for, yes. For that it definitely was the right time for taking that on. <laughs> oh, yes, to raise a new life. And we're talking resilience. You know, it's, it's interesting that you have shared that word with me because it was a word, probably my word of the year for the past two years. So to your point, from March 2020 on to where we are today in 2022, um, I moved, I think, to four or in and out of four different homes <laughs> in that wow. time, pivoted my entire business from in-person to online. But uh, resilience, the word resilience, I got to spend great quality time with my family in Texas where I had not lived for quite some time. And, you know, doing virtual schooling with my sister's kids, my sisters and their partners were considered essential um, workers. So they still had to go to their offices or wherever it is that they work. So I got to stay at home with all the kids, all the kids oh <laughs> and doing all of their online schooling and everything and just watching them adapt and evolve like it was nothing. Well, in my opinion, from what I was observing of them, they got it. It's fine. And the right. word that kept ringing in my ears were these kids are just so resilient. Of course, as their care providers or caregivers, we were concerned of what these shifts and, and major new learnings could, how they could affect them. But the kids just exercised such resilience that I almost questioned my own because I'm not going to lie. Sure. It was nice to be at home and to to try new things that I've been putting off for quite some time because I just did not have time. But mm -hmm. there came a point, Ingrid, where I was like, you know what? I, I don't think I know what I'm doing anymore. <laughs> you know? well, what is my resilience? So as we're talking resilience, resilience within your own business and practice, what's the resilience that you were seeing with the clientele, the people that you serve? Well, you mentioned the word pivot, <laughs> which I think is also, you know, up there in terms of word of the year. Uh, you know, it's just been constant adapting and pivoting based on new information. Uh, and at first that really shook me. Uh, but I think the resilience comes into forming when you show and prove to yourself that, okay, I can adapt, I can adjust and I can do it again and I can do it again. 
and who knows, you know, we're not fully out of the woods yet. Uh, but I think we've all just gotten better at, at constantly adapting and, and servicing our clients to the best of our ability, given these, you know, ultimately bizarre <laughs> circumstances. So, you know, it just kind of keeps keeps going. Uh, but I think uh, I've been able to really rally my team. I have 140 instructors and uh, they've been phenomenal. You know, they've really just stepped up and by and large, they just say, where do you need me to be? And what do you need me to do? And off they go. Uh, so, you know, having that team camaraderie uh, and developing that culture uh, from previous years and really putting it to the test, uh, you know, we, uh, we were all, I think, um, yeah, very, very fortunate to, uh, to have that kind of culture to rely on. Um, and, you know, our members equally as, as adaptable, they're just, you know, happy to to be in action uh and and to see their smiling faces whether you know under a mask or through a screen uh <laughs> they, they just appreciate what we do for them uh now more more so than ever so that you know that fills our bucket and and helps us keep keep on keeping on <laughs> And as instructors, we've gotten really good at recognized smizing, smile through the eyes. Uh, yes. <laughs> Despite not being able to see the bottom half yeah. of a person's face. But it's so fortunate that you and your team have experienced just strong adaptability and despite all of the challenges that brought you closer together and strengthen your culture. So it's almost an oxymoron to hear you use the word fortunate. How fortunate you all are despite what some may view as chaos in the world. Um, and that just goes to speak of how strong your leadership is, um, the strong culture that you, you set in stone before anything, any shifts in life could happen that your team and your clientele trusted you, trusted your bit, your uh, business vision, trusted all of the changes that were to come because change is hard. You know, mm -hmm. even though we try to put on a brave face and say, sure, my strengths quest says that I'm adaptable. And that I can evolve and pivot on the dime. Nonetheless, for a person like me who moved four different times in two years, learning where the new light switches were in a new home were the biggest challenges for me, you know? So change, change is hard, no matter how you put it. So with the many changes that we have to impact um, in our businesses, because we have to keep up with the CDC or whatever world organization, world, world health organizations that we follow, how did that really impact your business and, and your team around you with every other day, there was a new change. We thought, oh, this is just, precautionary we'll just yep. start for two weeks two weeks became four weeks to six weeks to months on to years on. you know on <laughs> and on and on to the point where we were just like wake up what new change is there now what yeah. alerts come on the phone now but but truly back to the question of you know with all the changes that you had to implement for the safety mm -hmm. of all of those around you how did that impact culture, resilience, livelihood with everyone, all of your key stakeholders there? Well, you know, at least in the, the side of the business that uh, that is fitness class instructors, um, they are typically part-time, you know, teaching a class two or three times a week is a part-time passion. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, from that perspective, 
we, I, I was rarely dealing with anyone's complete livelihood, at least in my department. So, um, you know, that was that allowed for, uh, you know, a little less stress. Uh, but certainly our, our leadership team and our full time trainers and our full time managers, uh, you know, it, it certainly uh, the, the, the times were, were incredibly stressful. Uh, and really, uh, we just tried to as a leadership team, um, just stayed the course with positivity. You know, you can only do what you can do. You can only control what you can control. Uh, so, you know, given that it was really about, okay, here are the circumstances, here are the mandates. We never did more than we were asked and we never did less than we were asked. You know, I think that was another um, really a key to success uh, yeah. because a lot of different businesses felt they needed to do different things. Um, we just stayed by, you know, this is what's in writing and this is what we've got to do. Uh, and, and, and we did it. So, um, you know, I think uh, positivity, optimism that, that goes a long way. And our industry is particularly good at that. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's always served us well. Uh, but um, but yeah, it's uh, it's continuing to be you know now we're we're hopefully returning to a, a a level of normalcy where we're seeing you know full classes again, uh, normalized schedules. So I think we're all taking a collective breath. Yes, <laughs> knowing that you know um, we're able. We've to all been waiting to exhale, right? <laughs> for sure, for sure. Right. But, um, yeah, it's really it's been um, an interesting time uh, that we've we've all learned from, uh, but with lots of I, I think silver linings. You know, a, a deeper appreciation of togetherness and mm -hmm. um, a deeper understanding of the impact that we have and, and the power that we have to empower others with incorporating healthy habits into their lifestyle. Right on. And I find myself telling the team that I lead, uh, just stay the course. You know, it's mm -hmm. right now the ground may feel like it's being pulled from underneath you or we're all tripping over our own shoelaces sometimes, but just run the play and stay the course. That's, and what will that's, be will be. And it's uh, yeah. to the point, again, that you've made, you make such great points. It's almost a sigh of relief of we don't have to have all the answers for maybe the first time in our lives and in our careers. We don't have to be completely spot on. Mm -hmm. Go figure. <laughs> we can be human and we can make errors and lapse of judgment and guess what? The building still stands, you yes, know? Yes. So it's, it, it has been very much so a sigh, sigh of relief. And uh, telling our, our patrons and our members now that at least where I am in the United States, um, we're, we're lifting the mask mandates of mm -hmm. being able to say, I love your smile. I've missed yes, that smile. That. <laughs> yeah. So we we no longer hear, or at least for now, not so much of people saying, you know, being critical of themselves. I don't like my smile. I don't like this. I don't like that about myself. We just have a newfound appreciation for ourselves, for each other. It's just a gratifying feeling to just be in each other's presence again. I think that these are some things in, in our lifetime that we will never take for granted again what do you think for sure for sure for sure but to, again another amazing point that you said getting to what may have felt or feels like a normalcy to us 
we're getting back in person with each other in the same shared physical space. So we have our clients coming back to their favorite gyms and studios and slinging sweat with each other in, in group fitness classes together. But even more so, we are getting back to in-person conferences. And that's where I am making sure that I will be available to share a high five and a smile with you, Ingrid, because I've just enjoyed our time here on this podcast together, but I just miss you so much in person. (laughs) And I hate to wrap this up, but do you have any parting words for us? What advice or tips would you offer to fitness programmers who are watching this interview who may be facing frustrations maybe, or even doubt during a time of consistent unforeseen changes? What advice or tips would you have for us? Well, a lot of what I think we both shared is that, you know, you can only control what you can control and um, to be comfortable with that level of uncertainty is okay. Uh, But I think we also it would serve us all well as fitness professionals to take our own advice. Uh, So what we tell our clients, you know, take time for you and Mm -hmm. and practice self-care. Well, guess what? A lot of us in the industry aren't very good at that. Uh, So taking that that sound advice to just, you know, carve out time for yourself and make sure that you are filling your own bucket with things that help you stay centered and grounded and full of gratitude. And then you're just going to be able to do your job better, service others better. uh, and, And that goes a long way for sure. Absolutely. So fitness pros, practice what you preach is what Ingrid is saying to us. (laughs) Again, it has been an absolute joy and pleasure to share this space and time with you, Ingrid. Ingrid, we look forward to seeing you at Idea World. Likewise. Likewise. (laughs) You have a wonderful day. And this has been the Fit Pro Show. We'll see you soon. Hey everyone, it's Sandy Webster again. I hope you enjoyed Kia's interview with Ingrid Knight-Cohe as much as I did. To learn more about Ingrid or to connect with her or with guest host Kia Williams, please check the show notes for details. Much gratitude to Kia for hosting yet another lively and memorable interview. And my friends, it has been over two years and way too long since we met in person. It's time to reclaim that magic at the 2022 Idea World Convention. Not only can you stoke your passion to further your education and network with other fit pros in person, it's a great place to boost your earning potential and move to the next step in your career. Come to Las Vegas July 20th through 24th and help us celebrate Idea's 40th anniversary while experiencing the best overall fitness education experience of the year. This exciting event delivers 24 CECs over a four-day experience that's packed with education, movement, networking, parties, exposure to potential employers, and an expo that will do wonders to up-level your product knowledge. Go to ideafit.com and click on the events tab to get all the details or call 1-800-999-4332, extension 7, to speak directly with an IDEA-inspired service team member. Hope to see you in Las Vegas, where you can also see Ingrid Knight-Cohe, Kia Williams, and 150 more subject matter experts who, who will present on more than 300 topics that they are absolutely passionate about.
This is Sandy Webster signing off. Until next time, stay positive and keep inspiring the world with your special magic. Don't ever forget that you make a huge difference in the lives of others and that idea is here to support you in this critical purpose. Thanks for all you do to make the world a healthier, happier place. The Idea Fit Pro Show is part of the Idea Fit Inc. podcasting podcasting network. Many thanks to our executive producer, Jordan Leeds, and our engineer and editor, Mike Hilding. Copyright 2022, all rights reserved. Reproduction without permission is strictly prohibited. Yeah.